Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Vanderpump Rules to Vegas and everywhere in between, it's time to party with Sheena Shea. This is Shenanigans. And now, here's your host, Sheena Shea. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to Shenanigans. We have a fun episode. I've got my co-host, Jamie Lynn, back in the house. How are you? I am doing so well. I'm so happy to be back in LA. Yes. I've just been in OC for so long, and I'm just coming up to LA now to do these podcasts, and it's so nice that you're actually bringing me out and doing things. Yeah. Well, and next week, I'm actually going to meet you in Orange County, and we're going to do a podcast from there. That's right. Yes. Yes. We're doing a fun one next week with David Meltzer, who's this motivational speaker I had on the podcast before. I'm looking forward to that. But for today, I have actress, comedian, podcast host, and New York Times bestselling author, Heather McDonald. How are you? I'm good. It's good to see you, girls. Good to see you. I'm so excited for you to do my show. I've done yours. Yes. And I know there were some issues with where my show was at before. So now... I know. <laughs> you were so cute because you when it started, you're like, and you have to do mine. And I, I remember I wrote you and I'm like, can I do yours? Because yeah. I think I've pretty much been banned from that network. And then it was just like... You just didn't respond, and then I'd like see you out of bed. You're like, "Hey," and I'm like, "Okay, I, yeah, I don't think I can do hers until she's no longer there." So, yes, glad well, to do it now. Happy to have a new home here at Action Park Media. I'm so excited. I just saw that you were on our other show here, Flashbacks, with Jessica yes. Hall and Heather Ray Young. That one was really funny because I completely forgot that Jessica and I did the worst shoot ever. Really? It was just like a long, awful thing. And then they found (laughs) like a video of it, like on Facebook. And then somebody that listened, that's a fan of mine, sent it. It It's just painful. Oh my God, I love that. We've all been at those horrible shoots (laughs) early in the careers, right? Oh, totally. I did, um, oh my gosh, do you remember the Summer by Bravo campaigns that they did back in the day? Yeah. My first one, it was myself, Jax, and Stassi. This was like right after season one. My whole cast hates me. I had never watched any other shows on Bravo. They were so nice. Heather from OC. Heather Dubrow, yeah. Yes, she was there, um, Candy Burris. And so I became friends with them. 
and followed them and like still to this day now I'm like oh yeah I love you I got your back because they were just so sweet and welcoming to me when it was just such an uncomfortable well what was so bad set. about the shoe J- Jax Stassi and I get in like a huge screaming fight like at lunch like it was like borderline like food throwing even with no cameras no cameras <laughs> <laughs> and then the million dollar listing guys are sitting over there they're like this is why their show got picked up <laughs> yeah so oh my um, god but the commercial came out great. It was yeah. fun. <laughs> I totally remember those. Yes. Yeah. Those good are, times. Oh, good times back in the day. Yeah. So I have a fun Bravo game that Jamie prepared. We're going to strand you on a deserted island. Okay. And you get to pick five housewives to bring with you Different. of all franchises. Now, do they all have to be currently employed? No. no. can be past or present. Okay. I have five. You can have five. And you have to say why. Okay. I am going to pick Jill Zarin. We are real friends. Yes, I love and her. I stayed, the last time I performed stand-up, I stayed at her place out towards um, Boca Raton and Palm Beach. So she is really fun to hang out with. And she's very resourceful. So, like, she would work some deal to have a shipment of stuff come to the island. Carpets. She would know somebody. <laughs> she'd have her carpets, but she'd also have, like, I know, the, you know what? I know this guy. You know what? Oh, my God. You're going to freaking die. Okay. We're getting a private chef. He's making lobster tails for us, you know. So, like, definitely her. Um, let's see. Who else do I just like to just chill? Well, I mean, some of them I know. Denise Richards. Yes. Um, I loved when she came on my show, and I just think she's really funny, and she likes to drink, and she's down to earth, and who knows what might happen when we both get drunk. No, just kidding. Yeah, Casamigos Um, Reposado. I'm like, that's my drink. I love this. Hopefully she would pack that in her one bag if we're stranded. Absolutely. Um, Let's see. Okay. Well, now if I've got Denise, I don't want fighting, so I might have to. That (laughs) might be it for... um, Oh, Sutton. Yeah. Okay, so I had Sutton on my show, and first of all, she's she's cool. She wouldn't fight with Denise. And again, I think, like, there's a lot about her life and stories that we haven't heard. Yeah. So if we're stuck on an island, I need to know, you know, tell me about the last 49 years before you got on this show. <laughs> um I wasn't crazy about her in the first episode, and then she grew on me yes. so much. I really like her. Let's see. Oh, Marge. Marge from New Jersey. Yeah. Yes. Love her. She's really sweet. Okay, and I've got one. One spot more. remaining. Let's see. New Jersey, New York. Oh, Luann. Yeah. I want to take Luann. I really like Luann. I've, she's done my show a few times. We've hung out a few times. And... She's really cool. Not really uncool. She's cool. I mean, she's really cool. Yeah. No, she's cool. Like, I think she'd be, uh, like, you got to think about if you're really stranded, you want people to, you know, help build a hut or whatever. But you also want people to give you some real juicy stories and not, like, be guarded. And, like, so I think that's a good group. I like that. Yes. Good group. That's nice. Marge had my favorite line ever. Like in Which any, was it? Your husband's, your husband's in the pool. <laughs> <laughs> yes, because they, had, they pushed uh, Danielle Stobbs. Yeah. Yes, husband at the time in the pool. And then she's, she's like, what's going on? And Marge's like, your husband's in the pool. <laughs> Walks by. Yeah. Amazing. Oh, that was so good. <laughs> yeah. I love that. Do All you right. know your five? My five. Ooh. I would definitely say Denise Richards. Uh-huh. Just because she's so much fun. Like, oh, I love her. 
Um, Melissa Gorga. Yes, I love Melissa too. She'd be really cool. And I think she'd be like down to earth and mm-hmm. actually yeah. and like help because she's would, like very mom-like. So uh-huh. she'd like help cook stuff. Definitely. I would yeah. also have to have Dolores from New Jersey though. Oh, Dolores, yes. I Yeah, she would know what to do. Dolores. Uh-huh. She would That's take a good control. One. Yeah. Yeah. Gretchen Rossi. Oh, okay. Because we're like actual friends. Yes, and that's I think good. She's fun. She would bring all the makeup and anything I needed, so I would always look good. You're not yeah. on the island. need makeup on the island. But I'm just saying if I needed to look pretty. She would have. She would have it. Okay. <laughs> she would have the bag, the, the bikini. matching outfits. Yes, definitely would. <laughs> She'd yes. have it all. And then, ooh, one more. There's Dallas, too. See, There's I don't Potomac. watch Dallas or do Potomac. Watch, oh my God, Potomac's so but good. But I do love Giselle. I did a panel with her at BravoCon. Yes. I would bring her just to she's, stare at she's, her. <laughs> I know, gorgeous. Stunning. And also, she's someone that's, yeah, fun yeah, fun and, and to talk to. And she'd have some juicy stories, I think. Yeah, yeah I just met her for the first time last year. Oh, I'm yeah. so sad BravoCon's not going to happen again. We hung out in BravoCon. Yes. That's when I met your boyfriend. Uh-huh. That was really fun. Yeah. That made it so fun, like, running into you guys. And all of a sudden, I was, like, backstage and hanging out with all of you. And then yeah. they, we went to the concert. There was, like, a nightclub thing that you guys did. Me and James. Yes. Yes. yes you performed. Yes. yes. Oh, my God, I did. Oh, my God. That was, was so <laughs> fun. And then I'm with all you guys. And I just know some of the Bravo fans were like, what? Heather fucking weasels her way into <laughs> everything. But I was on that private thing watching you perform. Yeah. yeah we were all there. There was yeah. someone randomly. I can't think of who it was, but like from The Bachelor that was like there that night too. And I was like, what are you doing at my party? It was just like, oh, I can't remember oh who. God, speaking of stuff that we've, okay, so the last one I, I could not go to, I was out of town for Lisa Vanderpump's um, ball, that ball that we the always gala, go okay. Yeah. The year before you were there. And one of um, one of like my podcast uh, sponsors is that really I forgot the name of it, but it's that really cool like digital frame thing. Okay. Oh yeah. So right when we got it, my husband loaded up thirty pictures and like plugged it in. Mm-hmm. Now we've never because this is the kind of person I am. We've never added any more or replaced them, which is the whole point of the thing. <laughs> <laughs> it goes around and you are in it with who. Max. Oh my God. Yes. (laughs) That is too funny. I will take a photo and I'll, we could, when with errors, I will show you. Yeah. Yeah. But you did say, I go, what's the deal with him? Is he your boyfriend? You're like, "Mm," that's kind of the way you were even at that thing. So I didn't know what the deal was. We were dating for sure, but we, it was so early. Like, I'm not going to date some, I mean, unless it's Brock, which that all happened really quick, but we were also in Bali, like in paradise. So that became serious very quickly. But with Max, we only dated for like six weeks. I wouldn't make someone my boyfriend. When did the the Apple Watch come? Week what? And was that before or after the uh, Vanderpump Ball? Okay, the Apple Watch was probably about a month in because we started talking a week before Halloween. Uh-huh. So I remember I flew to Chicago for... Oh, we're coming up on yours and Max's anniversary. Yeah, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> and um, the whole I flew to Chicago for Halloween. That's how I remember because mm-hmm. the whole flight, I didn't put my phone down. We were texting the whole time. I was like, oh my God, this guy's like so obsessed with me. I'm not used to having a guy obsessed with me. I was used to Adam and Rob. So it felt really good yeah. to have someone want me because I 
hadn't had that since Shay. Yeah. And uh, when I came back, he picked me up at the airport. I got sick in Chicago. He like made me soup and was just like so sweet. And I was like, wow, I thought this was like, you know, this like young guy who was just gonna be like a fuck boy. And he's like really sweet, really into me. This is awesome. Yeah. So it progressed quickly because of his actions. Right. I didn't want to start dating at all. Like Adam and I got in a huge fight after a Dodgers game and I went to Tom Tom to just drink it off and blow off some steam. And that's when we exchanged numbers. And I was like, look, I'm kind of in something that's not a thing, but it is a thing. We're just not saying it's a thing. Right. So like, this is not a good time for me to get into another thing. But I was so pissed off at Adam that I was just like, you know what? Whatever. Fuck it. Let him find out I'm going out with the manager from Tom Tom. And I did it as a rebound out of spite. And it worked. It really did. And then was he already cast? Did you already know that he would be filming? No, no, not at all. So we had just wrapped season seven, Mm -hmm. and Max had only been working there like maybe four months. Like he was super new. So no one even really knew who he was. We didn't know if we're picked up for another season. I mean, we always are, but then we never know if we are. And it just, in that first month, progressed really quickly. We were going on dates, went to football games, Malibu, Safari Wine, and he was staying over, and I was staying over. And then we had the gala and it was the week after the gala that I was at the Grove with Brittany and we walked past the Apple store to go to Marmalade Cafe. And I was like, okay, tell me not to do this because I'm thinking about going and getting Max an Apple watch because he really wanted one. And the new one just came out. That's waterproof. He surfs. She's like, Sheena, no, like you can't do that. I don't even know how much is an Apple watch. It was like a grand. Oh, it's that expensive. Yeah. Oh, I don't even have one. Yeah. I can like imagine Brittany being (laughs) so supportive of this though. No, but she was just like, it's, it's early. Like don't like, it's a thousand dollars. Like you just started dating this guy. Like don't spend a thousand dollars. Y'all have been dating that long. (laughs) (laughs) and i was just like excuse me wait she moved across the country after meeting jacks very true very true but also what it what was she she leaving i mean she was very young and she worked at hooters and she steps into like the funnest crowd ever yeah that's true and besides jacks you guys were all so sweet and good friends oh, we for her. her. Yeah. Like every time I'd watch it and every time I'd interview any of you guys, I'd be like, before I met her, yeah. I was like, come on. She can't be this <laughs> flawless of yeah. a friend. And everyone's like, no, she really she is really that is. much yeah. of a delight. Yeah. You know, then when I got to know her, I was like, no, this is, this chick is this happy all the time. Yeah. So, so, anyway, so yeah, so even though she watch. said no, and I wanted her to tell me no, I was like, you know what? It's only a grand. Like, I'm just going to do it. And I did. I bought it for him. And then when he opened it, he was just like, no, no, no. Like, this is too much. Like, I can't accept this. And I was like, well, just accept it. Like, I know you want it. I know you can't afford it. I already bought it for you. Just, like, enjoy it. And then, like, a week later, we were done. <laughs> I wonder if that scared him off. Um, It could have, like as much as I told him. He, he couldn't. Yeah. And Adam was still lingering around. And I still had major feelings for Adam as much as I wanted to deny it. It wasn't the right time. Yeah. Like, he, I think he knew he was a rebound. I think a gift, a gift from the right person You'll be thrilled no matter what when you're ready for it, yeah. like thrilled. Mm-hmm. And then a gift that comes too early, and especially with it being a woman who's older, a TV star. Yeah, I don't know. It might have been some of his insecurity there with that. But we've all like had a guy take us on a date or something, 
and he brings some flowers, and we're like, <laughs> like, like yeah. you want to die. But yeah. like, we say we want it, and then when we get it, we're like, oh my god, how gross, right? Yeah, and yeah. then, but then when it's when it has been a relationship, and somebody like or you like if he if your boyfriend came back from doing his errand and was like, I just saw this for you, and just. And he just had like some cute little flowers. Like we'd all She's still waiting. Die. I'm still waiting. <laughs> no, we'd all die. But like, but if it was some guy that you had gone on two dates with it's and like, you wasn't ugh. sure if you mm-hmm. liked him, yeah. like if you're not sure and then it comes, mm-hmm. you are like, oh. absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. So with Brock, he has now taken on from everyone else that I've spoiled. I'm like, well, you know what? I like you and we're going to date, but you don't get any presents. (laughs) (laughs) So like in the last year, there's very few things I've got him. Like I did get him the new AirPods for Christmas because it's very on brand of me to gift Apple products, apparently for the (laughs) men I date. (laughs) Rob got an iPad. Max got an Apple one. Oh my God. Wouldn't it be great to work them in as a sponsor? So bad. But yeah. So with Brock, like recently, yeah. He made a comment that he wanted a squatty potty. Those are like, what, 25 bucks? Right. So I ordered one on Amazon and then it came and he saw a box. He's like, oh, open your package. And I was like, no, it's actually for you. He's like, oh, it had your name on it. I'm like, I got your present. He's like, why? I thought we don't do presents. Like, no. And I was like, just open it. And so like, there's little things like that that I'll listen to. That's the first but, romantic Oh, gift. no, no, no. Like, was that was just potty. recently. Yeah. That would be amazing. No, I mean, I got him <laughs> AirPods. And then, like, I got him a new wallet recently because he lost his wallet, but I didn't replace the Louis Vuitton wallet he got. I ordered it on Amazon, but I still got him a new wallet. Yeah. But it's just, like, little thoughtful things that I know he needs, whereas there are so many things that he's mentioned that normal Sheena would already be looking it up, texting my sister, being like, get my Amex from mom, order this. Like, I need it shipped immediately. Why does your mom and have your Amex? She works for me, technically. Oh, oh So okay. it's, like, my business. <laughs> my business. I didn't Amex. know if you couldn't control your <laughs> And yeah. so you were like, Mom, hold my card. She's Tell her you get worse from me. Yes. No, okay. she has an account okay, on yeah. my card. So yeah. like if it's like medical bills and things right, that right. I don't like paying, yeah. she has a yeah. card for that. But before, like I would always have my sister do that for me. Like yeah. when Rob drowned his drone in the middle of the Big Bear Lake, I was still on the boat texting my sister being like, you got to order another one. We need it there by Tuesday. And it was just like. And did it come? And it came. And he accepted. He accepted it. He accepted How all much of was my that presents. Drone? It was like twelve hundred, and that was the second one I bought him. The, so the first one fell in the water. He drowned it. Yes. And you got him another. I know. What is wrong with me? That's I, it. I'm telling Erica to cut you off. I learned to my take lesson. that credit card, and she cannot let you use it. Again. <gasps> Remember when he did my podcast, and I called you after? on his birthday? Yes. And you call, I can picture exactly where I was standing in my Vegas apartment yes. when you called me, and I was like, why? Why? I'm like he he reached out thirsty motherfucker and then I was like oh my god I don't know I'm like I think he's really into you I think this could work out and she's like uh, no I'm single as fuck tell her <laughs> fuck I was like okay I'm like I'm sorry he just like but he would he's very charming so to me being friendly with you. He was very endearing, and you're like, oh. That's his act. Maybe this was a misunderstanding, and maybe da-da-da, maybe. Remember, I was like, yeah. I think he's good. He, want, he, wants, he totally wants you back. Well, later that year, we low-key rekindled for a couple weeks. Yeah. And then it just, he, 
believed something that one of his friends said, which was his friend said something in the wrong way. Like he made it sound like I was trying to hook up with him when we were in Vegas. I had like invited him over after because him and his parents came to my show. show. Uh Yeah, we grabbed a bite to eat. And I was like, you know, if you guys want to come over, like his parents were there. And I guess he overheard his friend saying like, oh, yeah, Sheena asked me to come over and thought I was trying to hook up with his friend. I'm like, first of all, that's not the friend I would be trying to hook up with. (laughs) It would be the other one who's my type, (laughs) which didn't happen either. But he just completely like shut down and was like, I'm done with you forever. Like, blah, blah. And I was like, fuck you, dude. Good riddance. And I was so glad, though, in hindsight, that that did happen that way because I was slowly getting getting sucked sucked back in. Yeah. And ugh. enough about Rob. Anyways, let's get back to Max. Let's- so speaking of like Max and everyone oh, who's God. been recently fired from VPR, <laughs> yeah. what is your take on all of this? And where do you see the future of VPR going? Well, I mean, I love the people on it. So, you know, I understand, you know, the show started around the restaurants and everything. But I think, you know, it'd be a shame to get rid of, you know, the people that what we want to follow. Like Sheena, like Jackson, Brittany. Like, I find them very entertaining to watch. I want to know about your life. I want to want know about Lala's and, you know, the Toms. They have they do have the restaurants. So I think they'll they'll definitely be featured. Mm-hmm. So I guess it's just them trying to kind of figure out how... To integrate. Yes. Like, you know, what you're coming there for or whatever. I don't know. And then, of course, we're going to have to see new people. But I think the the new people integration just has to be organic. Yeah, it has to be organic. Yeah. And that's the only thing is Max was organic. The rest were like, it was just like as if they were like picked out of a casting book. You know, yeah. they had no relationship with any of us. What Dana was the girl at the hotel a year ago who never kept in touch with anyone and then works at the restaurant. It was like Max was the only one who organically fit in. And I yeah. think if we can organically bring in some people who do work at Sir or at Tom Tom. That could totally work. Like Brett Kenyon, Jesse Montana. You know, why do we not have a gay guy on the show? I think they would be great additions. And they're already friends with the majority of the cast. Yeah. Then, I mean, then then if you guys want, you would go on a trip together and you would all be there for a baby shower or whatever, you know, like that kind of stuff. But if, I mean, I guess you guys don't know or you do know or you can't say. I don't know. Oh. Yeah. That's why I'm living in San Diego right now because I don't like I don't have anything going on here right now. Like the restaurant just opened back up. I was there last week. That finally that opened. Yeah. They have the they have the big gardens and stuff. And they say that um they're gonna start opening inside now, like in the next couple weeks in LA. Twenty or twenty five percent or fifty percent or something. So I think it'll definitely be back and running in like Okay, because what I heard was they were going to start shutting down parts of the streets like they do in San Diego. So there's more room for outdoor dining in West Hollywood. I don't know if that was like past or whatever. Yeah, I mean, they they really just need to open up. They really need to just open up because it's going to start getting cooler. And that's like, you know, so but hopefully half the at least half the restaurants Mm -hmm. then can open. You know, there was that little bit where it was open, like right before it got crazy again. And it was kind of awesome because it's like you had to make a reservation, but then when you got there, it wasn't crowded. Yeah. Yeah. Like there were still people out ready to have – it was like mm-hmm. the best of both worlds. And there was no traffic. Mm-hmm. And it was like you're excited to see people. Then oh, it went no to traffic. shit. Now it's coming back again. Yeah. So who knows? Oh, those but are the yeah. No yeah. traffic. Yeah, that's, what I, that's what I think. I'd be sad not to see everybody. So and you definitely think the OGs – Need to stay. And then yeah. as far as new people, you think it just needs to be more organic. And so I mean, were you, you a fan of any of the new people? 
Oh, was I a fan of any? I mean, um, who were the new people? Charlie. Well, that says everything. Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> I think Charlie could be fun. Charlie has so much more to offer. Like, I really hope that she can kind of come out of her shell yeah. more because I hang out with her like almost every week. She lives down in Carlsbad right now with I mean, her boyfriend. I mean, she, see, see, I, and I thought she was, I called her Sheena Light before we yeah. really yes. saw the Sheena light that's in Vegas. Oh my gosh. Because that girl had a scratchy voice. <laughs> yeah. And kind of looked like you and kind of acted like you. Now, Charlie just, I felt, had like a similar kind of background and like vibe totally. about life. And I thought she was really cute. So yeah, I would want to know more about her. Max, we, oh, we got rid of the two guys, Max and yeah. the other one. Um, I mean, the funniest, Thing I ever did though this year, one of the one of my favorite videos was when I reenacted your music video with the Barbies. Okay, I have a note about that, and I wanted to talk to you about that because that was so hilarious. Like that was <laughs> one of my funnest things that I've ever done. So uh, for people that don't know, I started doing like Bravo Barbie reenactments, Amazing. mostly Housewives, but I've done a few Vanderpump ones. And in doing this, I've had like. Juicy Scoop fans send me a variety of Barbies. Some of the older Barbies like have, can move more, much more than you could get at Target, like wrists and stuff. So my Sheena doll that had lashes too. Okay, oh, yeah. like like totally like a doll is probably like twenty five years old, and she has legs that move and live everything. So we did the whole video, and then Kelly, who produces my show and everything, and films everything, she's like does everything. We had like a close up on like smacking the ass and everything, <laughs> and it was amazing. But I love that, like, when you oh. see that or I let you know about it, you're yeah. like, I love it. It's hilarious. That's what's so great mm-hmm. about being a fan of these reality shows. And when I talk about them and do something like that, almost everybody like loves it, shares it, is flattered yeah. by it. You I was know, wondering so yeah, that, like, if has anyone ever actually taken offense and gotten mad at you? No, but there's, there's, there's some that won't like repost or share. Mm. And I know that they have to be aware of it. And then, like, I'm just kind of a little bit like, God, I mean, anyone that has a brain knows, like, this is, like, complete fan adoration. I've literally had someone make the exact outfit for you. Like, I have a woman that sends it, Betsy. (laughs) And I, like, I I have so many dolls to choose now that I do, like, like, do their hair or I buy a new one or something. I try to make them look as as much as I can like the girl. So then sometimes when I, and I do it funny and I don't ever make it mean. And so there's just been a few Bravo stars that never posted, never mm-hmm. reposted. And I just kind of was like, I don't know if they're mad at me or they just don't want, you know, me to right. gain 10 more followers. I, I don't know. Oh, I loved it. But like, obviously I want people to see it and enjoy it. And obviously yeah. I do it so that I gain some more listeners or some more followers. So when the people that didn't do it, I am kind of like, whatever. Yeah. yeah. So then those people I don't focus <laughs> as much on. I'm like, because yeah, I'm like, I know like Lisa Rinna will repost it and Kyle will repost it and they yeah. get excited and they like it and they're flattered by it. And you guys are too. So. Yeah. yeah, no. But that was, was the best one. So good. The music video was the best. And then him acting like he was being 
who's I so uncomfortable. Acting like he was like being molested, like like acting like he, like, he was confessing like an altar boy to the I Catholic know. Church. Like who's grabbing whose ass here? Like, like I was uncomfortable, and then yeah. I have to see my jiggly, non-squatted ass literally on the big screen. That wasn't fun. That footage also was not supposed to be sent to production. It was not Sheena approved. It I was, was not happy because that was that. your cameras, right? Yes, and he was like, he's like, oh, don't worry, I didn't send any of the audio because I was like worried about certain things. Like we were having like Janet and Brett and like a few people were there and there were like side conversations going on that like clearly like we're not filming. Like there are private things still that are talked about off camera and especially with people who aren't on the show. Right. So I was like, make sure, you know, like before you send any, like there's no like audio or anything. Yeah. He was like, yeah, yeah, don't worry. He's like, it's fully edited. Like everything's good. And then I see, and I was like, you sent them all the raw footage? Like, because we hadn't intercut the dance portions yet. So it was just like, I had to look over that and be like, okay, cut the jiggly ass out. Cut the smack out. Cut this. I wanted it to look sexy, not be a joke. And then it's a joke. And I was like, you know what? Whatever. I'm making money on it. Yeah. And and, sorry, but the jiggly ass was like my favorite part. So I'm glad it was left We cut that part out of the main video. But... (laughs) Anyways, who's your favorite Bravo lab to do an impersonation of? And Jamie wants you to do one of me. Oh, God. I don't really do you, though. Really? I just realized I've never really. The oh, only people like from so Vanderpump that I really do is Lisa and Brittany, just because they're easy to do yeah. because they have accents. So mm-hmm. anyone with an accent is a little easier. So um, I love doing Dorit. I love doing Ramona. So who do you want? Who? Or you want both? Uh, let's do LVP. Yeah, do a Lisa. Oh, so you got a little podcast studio here, huh, Sheena? Yeah, you look great. I mean, I don't know what's going to happen with the show. I mean, I've got so much going on. I've got Vanderpump. I've got Pandora. I've got Harrison. I've got Ken. I've got the ponies. And, you know, I want the, you know, I want the restaurants to be safe. And, I, of course, I adore Sheena. But, you know, I... You know, I'd like to see her her beautiful face, but there's a lot of beautiful faces. <laughs> I love it. And Dorit, I love Dorit, and I love Ramona Singer's my other favorite, where she's like, you know what? I really, you know, it's really upsetting that, you know, Dorinda's no longer on the show, but I have to tell you, it's like, you know, she really went after me, you know, and she was like literally spitting, spitting in my face. And I was like, you know what, Dorinda, you've had a lot to drink. And you know, I don't think Lou has an alcohol problem. I actually think Dorinda does. Really. <laughs> <laughs> How do you how do you do that? Like, do you sit there and do you watch footage of them over and over again and try to like study their mannerisms, or does it just kind of like come naturally? It kind of comes naturally to me, and then sometimes I don't even know that I like have someone, and then I'll just start talking about a show, and then it'll kind of come to me, and then I'm like, oh, I can actually do Colty's mom Deb on Ninety Day Fiance. I don't really have to do her, but like all of a sudden I could like just get her voice down, and then. Um, but no, it's not like I can do everybody. Like, yeah. like I said, I've never tried to do. What if Sheena. you tried right now to do Sheena? <sighs> Give me like a topic. Give me a weird topic. Um. And let me see. Cause I'm mostly, <laughs> mostly I, what I like about my impressions, cause I, there are a lot of people that do impressions and some people can do a voice or something better. But what I like to do is kind of figure out the character's point of view. Mm-hmm. And then like, I'll say, give me a topic and then I'm going to talk about what I think Sheena would be doing. So give me just some random Okay, well, she thing. said Rob. So Rob hanging a TV in under <laughs> seven seconds? Seven minutes. This isn't going to be good, That's okay? Especially with the person right here. Okay, like, <laughs> like, all right, let me 
explain a little bit about Rob doing this? It didn't exactly take seven seconds, okay? It, it maybe took, I mean, maybe it took eight, but look, I was just trying to be nice to the guy. You know, it really wasn't that great. I didn't really like him that much. I mean, <laughs> we were having fun. I was trying to be supportive. I was like, wow, you really hung that good. But when I think about it, when I actually think about it, it was 7.04 when it started. And then I looked down and it was 7.32, but I just was like, wanted to brag about him. Like, I wanted to be happy about being in a relationship. Like, I wanted my friends to be happy. Like, I'm no longer, you know, Mrs. Shea. And I just wanted people to be like, yeah, you met somebody great who actually has some talents like hanging pictures and the next thing I know it's seven minute Rob <laughs> that's pretty good pretty good that's what I, I don't have like the, the spot. I don't have like the voice exactly right but yeah. like it's more like I like to almost write what someone might say and that's that. like the more fun part for me yes I yeah. love that yeah is it true that you won't stay at a hotel unless they have the Bravo channel <laughs> I have. I definitely. I call and ask now. I love that. I call and ask, especially because you know, in doing stand up before COVID, I would be in a place sometimes three, four nights, mm-hmm. like a Thursday to a Sunday, or you mostly not more than three. Days. So I really just like you know staying all day and like watching TV. Or if I come home Thursday night, I want to watch what I missed, you know. And um, I hate the Saturday dry bar movies. I call them dry bar oh, movies. Oh, yes, they I are. Hate dry, bar dry bar movies. movies. And meaning like you go to the dry bar and they play those shitty mid-2000 romantic mm-hmm. comedies. I'm so <laughs> sick of them. They're all in New York. Everyone's living beyond their means. And the it's 30-year-old so can't find a husband because she's too involved with her job. Like I just hate <laughs> all of it. So, um, but yes, I do check now because it's so disappointing if yeah. I go and the channel is not there. My go-to is usually forensic files and that's in every hotel, every minute of every day. <laughs> also American Greed. I seem to watch that a Ooh. lot when I'm on the road. Okay. That's, I think like ID Network or something. Yeah. I'm like, those are one of those that keep good. going like all day Saturday as I'm like getting ready to go do my show. Yeah. yeah. She's alone so, though in like Jacksonville, Florida. So yeah. I don't know if you want to watch forensic Jacksonville, files. Jacksonville, yes. <laughs> that's true. I try to go to better places now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm very picky now. And actually, the next show that I'm doing, I'm doing my first show Arizona. since March in Arizona. And I am really like in discovering how everyone is like realizing like who's important in their life, what's important in their life during this time. Uh-huh. When the opportunity came up, I'm like, okay, well, Arizona is doing really well with COVID and everything. And it is like half half the amount of people and there's no meet and greets and it's only one show. And I'm like, okay. But I'm, like, staying at a gorgeous resort in Scottsdale. My sister's joining me. My other friend from North Carolina are joining me. My other friend lives there. I don't have a show Halloween night Saturday. I'm staying. We're getting to eat, like, at a beautiful restaurant because Halloween's canceled here anyway. Who cares? So I now I do. Now it's, like, as I'm choosing the places, I'm being way more selective. And I, you know, I have a girl that opens for me that I'm friendly with. I started that a little before COVID or I stay with Jill Zarin or like, mm-hmm. I I can't just go and be alone in a hotel anymore. Yeah. It, it's too depressing. It's not worth it to me. Totally. So I do pick the better cities and then I try to make the weekend fun. Nice. Nice. So, yeah. We both recently watched your new stand-up special Thank and loved absolutely it. loved it. Thank I you. thought the Cheap Sun stuff was, I mean, they're all, yes. the whole thing was funny, but the Cheap Sun and like the ice cream man, because the ice cream man comes by my house every day, so now I just think of your joke every time I hear the ice cream man, like, we have ice cream. Like A hundred percent. Everything in that happened. Kids have said it. It's true. Like, I mean, (laughs) 
it's just, yeah, that's our, our life. Oh, yes. I'm a Groupon so whore, so yes. I relate to your husband with finding deals. I love that. Everything like the with the Costco, returning stuff. Right now we have this big massage chair. I mean... I will not be surprised if, like, that goes back in, like, six months when we're over it. I swear to God. I would never, but that, I'm like, okay, I don't return. They like to return. But, yeah, yeah but I like it, so I don't want it to be returned. Oh, that's so, awesome. so if everything actually happened, do you get caught in lies when you kind of retell the stories like with the car accident how you kind of hid that it was your fault and then you put the, it in the your way stand-up. the way the car accident so people have for special but that is when my husband found out the truth is he <gasps> came to a show and I had worked it into like a really funny bit <laughs> surprise and then I was like surprised and he's like I knew it you know like I knew it but that has kind of been the thing that's kept us going because I just remember my stepdaughter like maybe five years ago we're just having dinner and she's just like, she's like quiet and she's a film student and she's coming into her own now and she's really great. I've never enjoyed her more, but she's just one of those people that I realized, oh, she's that, that smart kid that's just like observing, you know? And she's all, mom's mad now, but then she'll put in her act. Like, 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 she'll put in her act, it'll be okay. You know? And I'm like, oh my God, that's right. And so many times I'm so, there have been times where I'm so mad and I'm like, if there were cameras here, everyone would be on my side. Like, this is awful. And then, like, later on, or I tell it a few times or something, and then I it starts to be funny. Or th- and then I go, oh, wait a minute, you know. And then what's great about sharing so much about my marriage and my family is that so many people come after, and they're like, oh, my God, we're married to the same person. We have the same issues. And then it makes me go... Okay, maybe I'm like keeping families together because right. we all kind of realize, okay, it's not like, yeah, it's it, not just all the, this is everybody. Yeah, this is, you know, and you got to make light of it. You got to laugh at it. And if you bring your husband or have him watch it, then like, you know, you guys can all agree. I want to know, how did you meet the Kardashians? Was it through Bruce back in the day? Kind of in that, um, Bruce, Caitlin, I mean, Caitlin at the time, well, no, Bruce at the time right. was doing ice skating with celebrities, okay. which was a one season thing. And I was really friends with a Jillian Barbary through my friend oh Liz. Oh my God. She's the reason I studied broadcast journalism. Wasn't I was obsessed with her. And I remember like even before my friend Liz knew her well and my friend Liz's husband worked on that show, I would watch that show and I'd be like, that is a girl I'd be friends with. So then Liz is like, oh, you know, Jillian's coming to the parties. This is years before. So then we became friendly, and then she did that, and they were like, oh, come, you want to come to a taping? And I'm pregnant with my son, who's now 14, almost 15, and um, went to the taping of the show, and I'm like, who are those dark-haired beauties over there? And they're like, oh, that's Kris Jenner. That's, you know, that's Bruce's wife and everything. And I was like... Oh, isn't that interesting that they're all like dark hair. They're all eating all this candy, you know, (laughs) and they're just bored eating all this candy. And I was like, ah. And so then when the show aired, then Chris was like, oh, invite your friends, Jillian. Like then she and Jillian became friends. I'm going to have a viewing party. And that's like the first time I went to the house and then got to meet them. And then socially, then, oh, then she had a baby store and I had babies. They had uh-huh. the smooch store that she and Courtney ran. Oh, yeah. And they were just getting ready to start opening up Dash. So then during that whole time, I'm like, we're going to lunch. I'm seeing her. There's a, something. Oh, come over for Mother's Day. Bruce is going to barbecue. And it was just like, you know, I remember like Kim had just broken up with Ray J. Yeah. But she was still really friendly with Brandy. Oh. 
Brandy, the singer. Yeah, right. yeah. So like, and Brandy was there. And at the time, Brandy had a daughter. Like, so they're like in the pool and, you know, and all that. And then the same summer that Chelsea lately started is when their e-show started. Gotcha. And so then it was, it was really kind of nice that I was working on Chelsea lately and I was friends with them and they were friends with me. So it's like anytime they're coming on the show or like I, we were like the first people to parody them and I played Chloe and Chelsea played Kim and we gave, we made her eyes brown and gave her an ass and Chris <laughs> played herself. Oh, and wow. like, it was always like really fun. Then there was a period during that time that all of a sudden Chelsea decided she didn't like him. And then she liked him again at the end. So anyway, it was, so they would always come on. And so I'd see them a lot. So the truth is, since the shows have ended, um, the first couple of years out that we were still kind of friendly and I'd still see, but I, to be totally frank, like now it's been a long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when you don't see someone and there's no need to see them and their kids are really little and mine are old. And like, I mean, there was a time like I went to Mason's first birthday because my kids were still at an age that they wanted to be on like a carousel and like things like that. So then, you know, you make other friends, but it's all like good and, yeah. and like respectful. And I just had Caitlin on the show and I actually I waited. I just listened to it. Yeah. I just waited. Really I waited good. really this long before I ever wanted to even make that happen because it wasn't comfortable in the beginning of her transition. And I know that they're all in such a good place now. Mm-hmm. And I knew the kind of interview I'd conduct. And I never wanted anything to be like negative towards them because right. I think they're all great and they're fascinating amazing. and fun. And so many things that they pave the way for all of us social media wise to yeah. make money at. I mean, they were really like the first people to like really utilize like Instagram and all that stuff in a way that no one thought. Absolutely. You know, so it's all good, but that's how it began. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's all so way back crazy. when. Yeah. I can't believe it went back that far. Yeah. No yeah. yeah. I wow. literally was so obsessed with Jillian Barbary. Like I would yeah. wake up early just to watch the news to see her. It was her and Maria Menounos were like the two reasons I really wanted to get into broadcast journalism. Yeah. They were like my idols. Yes. And that's they, so they were cool. fun and they weren't like so stiff. Yeah. Yeah. Oh and, my God. I love that. Yeah. Who would you say has been your juiciest interview? Oh, my God. Because you've had so many. Is there one that, like, really stands out that you got, like, the juicy scoop? I mean, the one that people would talk about for so for a long time was when I had Corey Feldman come on. Really? Like, three years ago. And just so odd. Like, he was just so (laughs) odd. And he brought like two angels. No, he brought an angel with them from that. This is before the band went on tour. Mm-hmm. And then since then, those girls have like turned on him. Like there's just a lot. And it, and I was trying to like be friendly and ju- and like it was actually like difficult. Mm-hmm. Like he was like, Heather, you know, like saying like, so that one was just kind of weird. Um, God, there's just been so many, so many times, like there's been times where I have someone come on and I go. I don't think this is going to be that juicy. You know, I'm like, oh, I wonder what. And then I'll just ask something that I didn't even plan on asking. Yeah. Like I had Chaz Dean on from When Hair. And I was like, I love him and he's so sweet. And I go, okay, well, you've got the hair products. But I'm like, I was kind of like, I don't know how much. <laughs> so then I just go, I go, now Chaz Dean can't be your real name. Like, how did you come up with this like killer stage name? And then he goes on to tell this amazing story of how he was adopted, how he found his birth parents, the whole thing. Oh, wow. And I'm like, 35 minutes later, it was like inspirational at the end and like everything. So, you know, that's the thing. Like, sometimes I just don't 
right. I don't know, or I think something's going to be like short or whatever, and it turns out to be great. Um, so I'm always like kind of surprised. I'm always like pl- actually more pleasantly surprised yeah. that, I mean, Denise's was really good back when I had her before all this stuff went down. <laughs> um, a really good one was Kyle from like three years ago, just because she just was like so comfortable and sh- shared so much about her life and good marriage tips and stuff. And yeah. You definitely have a way of getting things out of people, I know, from being interviewed by yeah. you. Where it's like something that I oh, didn't want to talk about. And I'm like, well, since you just bluntly asked me, I guess oh, let's actually, go there. Oh, yours was really good because when you came on, you were recently like, or we'd just seen on the show that you're ending it with your husband. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, oh, well, it was a starter marriage. And you're oh, like, yes. oh, what's that? And then you went on another show and someone goes... Sheena just said that you that you gave her the idea that of a, what a starter marriage. I'm like, well, I didn't give her the idea. There's actually a book called The Starter mm-hmm. Marriage, yeah. but it was like exactly what she had: a very short marriage, like under three years, and no kids. Yeah. yeah, that's why I love having people on sometimes when they're a little bit even new to like reality and mm-hmm. stuff because they are like. You know, so raw, and sometimes people that I like that person, and then they'll say, "Oh my God, I didn't know that they did this, and they had this interesting life that before they got there." So I'm always like trying to find what is like the juicy, interesting thing you haven't shared. Yeah. And then once I've had like people on a couple times, unfortunately, sometimes with Bravo now they're so like strict yeah. about what they can do, <laughs> and you know, and I'm kind of like, "Hey, I don't, I don't want to get you in trouble. Like, you want to do the show, great. They can have it before." I'm not trying to get some salacious like headline out of you or have you, you know, have a stomach ache at night. Like you want something cut out. Tell me you want something cut out. But I'd love to have you on. And then I just kind of like leave it at that. So I don't know. Is there someone that you've been wanting to get on your show that you haven't yet? I mean, I'd love to get Mariah Carey. I want to read that juicy book this weekend. Um, I mean, I've always as a kid was like, one day I'll interview Madonna. Yes. So that's never happened, yes. obviously. I think Madonna would be amazing. Does she even do interviews? Or I don't podcasts? really think she does. And I don't know I don't know where her head is right now. Yeah, where, I, I don't know if she's a little odd right now, but like if I could just get the Madonna that's just like I'm like, girl, yes. tell me when you did Hindu cowboy theme. Remember she went through so many themes and so many. being English and married to Guy Ritchie. Like I just, you know, the personal trainer, dad, the adopted kid. Like there's so much that I would like be like, give it to me. Yes. Yeah. Um, and I feel like we don't really know her, yeah. which is maybe why so she's become such a icon. Mm-hmm. Like because she wasn't giving all those interviews. She was always like kind of guarded. Like she'd do like an Oprah like once in a while. And then that was it. So I don't really feel like we really know her. She's kept the mystery. Yeah. Yeah. I listened to your latest episode with Perez Hilton on the drive up. Oh, good. That was so good. I want to get him back on my show because I feel like I'm one of the people he talked about in part of your interview where I did kind of give him shit in the beginning. Oh, really? And I pulled up a photo that he had like literally like drizzled cum on my face like in his like (laughs) John Mayer 2008 days. And I was like kind of joking with him. But then the feedback, it was like, why are you being rude to your guests? And I was like, oh my God, I didn't, I like, 
I was just like asking, like, wait. So he came on the show, yeah. and you and you confronted him with it, yeah. Oh, and then okay. I felt really bad after because then he went on his podcast and like talked about it, and I think was like a little offended. And I'm like, because it was like this is already new, nice Perez when he exactly. came on, right? But okay. I was like, I gotta ask you about like the Britney Spears stuff, and then like you know things about that he had said about me way before Vanderpump Rules and whatnot. Yeah. But it came full circle, and I said how much I appreciated all the nice things that he said about me yeah. recently, and. I thought it was great, but I was just kind of giving him a little shit. But that's something I've never done with the guests before. But Ariana, I swear, she was like really egging me on. She's like, you got to ask him about the Britney Spears stuff. Like, ask this, ask that. And I was like, okay, because he had like sold some like fucked up T-shirts about her. Oh, really? And it was I was like, okay, well, I'm going to ask him. But then I felt bad because I was like, I I don't want to offend my guests. Like, I want them to want to come back again. And so when I was listening to yours, it was such a good interview. It makes me want to text him and be like, hey, will you come back and do my show again? Because yeah, I do. I feel bad. And I feel like I just like want to apologize if he did feel that way, because yeah. that's never my intention when I bring on a guest. And it was I mean, the look, only one all, I can think of. Of all the people, I think he can But it, that's what I'm yeah. saying. I'm yeah. like, yeah. And I'm sure he's going to be fine. <laughs> and the truth is, is that last night I had him call me because I was like, oh, I forgot this one thing I wanted to ask about. And so I asked him, I go, do you remember when you wrote this article about me, but it wasn't really about me. It was this other thing. And he had no recollection of it at all. Hmm. And it wasn't that bad and it wasn't that big of a story. But I'm like, yeah, how would you remember everything? Right. Like you've been doing this for, you know, that so long and whatever. So I think so much of it is like that. He probably didn't even remember that. Yeah. You know? Um, His John Mayer story was quite interesting. So good. <laughs> you have, to, have listen. to listen. Well, I'll just, we'll just say it. Or let's talk oh, about it. What, yeah. do you, what do you think of that? You've I been, mean, I mean, you've dated I'll guys. I'll save mine for my book. What I think about that. <laughs> okay. Basically, it's a story that has been confirmed by John Mayer himself. So okay. we can talk about it, but it's also in his book that he was at a like a nightclub and John Mayer was dating Jessica Simpson at the time and they were to they were all hanging out at like a club I assume like on the couches right. and John was like really like oh I'm a big fan I meet you Perez blah 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 and then he's just like um I love gay porn and my favorite gay porn star is blah 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 like he knew details yeah. like of stuff well, John said this yes to yes and then after talking for a while he leaned in and started kissing Perez Making out with him for like according- five minutes, yeah, mm-hmm. and then Jessica Simpson, according to <laughs> Perez, started to like rub John's dick over the jeans. Okay, so I'm not. I can't <laughs> say I'm surprised about. John doing that because we have some insider information on that. <laughs> okay. But I'm more surprised at Jessica's reaction right? to it. I'm kind of not because if you read her book, I think she kind of had like a sexual awakening after leaving the husband, being that she was a virgin when she married the husband. And I think she kind of like was kind of feeling her oats and she was also very intimidated by John. She thought he was so intelligent and I think he knew that and I think he like kind of manipulated her and he stressed her out a little bit. Like she was like, she'd write in the book like she was scared about, you know, if she sent him a text, she like made sure it was grammatically correct because he'd be kind of critical of that. And so I think I mean he knew she what he might was have knew that, Yeah, and she might have knew that's what he was into and maybe that kind of it seemed so taboo maybe to this new sexual relationship for her. So I think I think she just went with it. But then I when he's telling me the whole story, I'm like God, you know, I'm kind of surprised he's telling the story, blah, blah blah. But then John Mayer had this stint of like doing stand up all the time and he told 
the story Did on he? stage at the improv, <laughs> and he basically said, I wanted to out Perez. So he meaning, like, it doesn't make any sense, but he was trying to say, like, I wanted Perez to know what it felt like. To, I, I still doesn't make any sense. It doesn't to me. make any. But sense. whatever, it's been said and, it's, way, and it happened. It like, and look, I think it's just interesting. I think people more and more can be, you know, a little bit by or kiss and make out, and you know, and it really doesn't mean anything, and it shouldn't be labeled. So it's like, hey, whatever. So I want to start doing a new thing where we wrap up every show with reviews. We're going to read a negative review and a positive review. But before we get into that, I wanted to ask you a question because a question that came in I thought was for me, but it was for you. Okay. And I get the same thing. So I want your advice as someone who has a successful podcast. And I want to know if this is feedback you get often that you cut off your guests or don't let them finish talking. Is that something that people say to you often? Well, I've been doing it for five years. Yeah. And definitely that was the biggest criticism I got the Mm -hmm. first couple years. Um, I've worked really hard on it. I probably still do it. I probably will continue to still do it. Um, Sometimes in my defense, it happens because I want to get to the juicier part of the story and I'm going to help this Mm -hmm. person along with their storytelling. Yeah. Other times I've listened back and I'm like, fuck, Heather. You know, you didn't (laughs) let, she was just about to get to something and you got so excited. So it is really hard. This isn't like a CNN interview. It is a conversation. It does happen. Um, But it's definitely something that with me, I've I've improved and people have literally wrote me and said it's really improved. But occasionally I will still get that. Occasionally I'll still catch up myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it was one of the questions on my Instagram. It was like, why do you always cut off your guests? And then it said in parentheses for Heather. I was like, oh, I thought that was for me because that's what <laughs> I so always get. That. So yeah. I was like, I wanted to ask if you like, what would your advice be for me? Because I am trying to when I do these interview ones, be better at just listening and waiting until it's my turn to talk. But then there's sometimes where today, as you see, I brought a pen and paper because I'm like, if you're saying something, I'm listening, but I want to write down a note really quick. Because yeah, I don't want to interrupt you, but I, I have a point that I want to make. And the point of podcasts, it's it's conversational, you know, yes. like you give and take it's you put your input into someone else's story as well. And I think that's what makes them interesting. But is there any advice that you would have for I th- me? I mean, I think that's great advice. I think it's good to be conscious of it. I mean, the other thing is you can tell your editor, like, if I do it, <laughs> try to cut it out a little bit. Or if it's not a necessary thing, cut it out. So maybe I'm only interrupting three times. Or, I, you right. know what? It's just going to happen. Yeah. It's, it's going to happen. And and people are going to, like, if that's their thing, they're going to, like, love, you know. Like, one thing in the criticism I get a lot is I fuck up names. I mispronounce stuff. And oftentimes it's like because I was planning on talking about something, but then I'll be like, and what was that girl? Anyway, her name was Giselle. No, it was Garcelle or whatever. Yeah. And I'll tell a whole little story. Everybody driving, listening to me knows what I'm talking about. Uh-huh. And they're like, do your research. And I'm like, well, first of all, <laughs> the research is me. I don't have a staff of 100 people. I'm not the Drew Moore talk show. I don't have notes and meetings before I go in. And I wasn't even planning on talking about this. And it popped into my head. So yeah. guess what? I don't know. Yeah. So now knowing that I go, you guys know I mispronounce shit. I, you know, I forget names or I screw up a name. And that's my charm. I'm kind of old. It's probably not going to get that much better. <laughs> You're owning it. Like but Lisa I mean, but this is the entertainment. And I, and, and then there's been other times where I get criticism and I say, you know what? There are thousands of other podcasts 
I suggest you listen to those Mm -hmm. because I'm just like, (laughs) but honestly, what you should just do is go, thank you. I'll, I'll do my best. Yeah. If, you, if they write you like an email. Yeah. Okay. It's probably better not to go. There's thousands of other parts. Like right. sometimes I just can't take it anymore. Yeah. But the most part is like, you know what? I hear you. I'm going to try. Like they just want to be heard. If they bother to write you an email, they want to be acknowledged, even if it's a rude, critical, mean thing. Yeah. Okay. That's what I, that was my take on it. I think that they're leaving that bad review because they want it to be better or else they would just not listen anymore and, and move on. I think yeah. some just hate me. Some are definitely, <laughs> some are t- hating troll people. Mm-hmm. And it's probably because you blocked them two years ago. Right. And they do not want to see you succeed. They don't want to see you in love. They don't want to see you happy. They don't want to see anything good yeah. happen to you. And late at night, they go and they look up your shit and they just, they hate you. Rawr, one star review. Yes. <laughs> All right, let's read one, yes. Jamie. Yeah. Give me okay. a one star. <laughs> Should we start with the uh, the pit or the uh, let's the go peak? negative yeah. and then end on a positive great, note? And great. Heather can tell everyone where to find her comedy special. Yes. <laughs> Okay. Totally agree with most of the comments about her talking about herself. I'm always excited about the guests and boom, always goes back to her. And that's when I say, I'm like, well, it is my show. It's shenanigans with Sheena Shea. But because that is something that I got a lot before, we were talking about trying to get more of, and this is where I would love y'all's constructive criticism. If you can comment below on the photo on Instagram or video where we start out every episode where it's like, you know, let's do a quick little catch up with me. I didn't do that today because I was excited to talk to you and the last two weeks have been about me. But where it's like a quick catch up, here's what's going on with Sheena. If you don't want to hear what's going on with me, then you just fast forward a little bit to hear the interview with the guest. And then we end with some reviews. So trying to get some more structure here at Shenanigans. I will take your guys' input. So as I say on my YouTube, comment below, let me know what other constructive criticism you have. And now to a positive one. Okay. And let's get those stars up, people. Yeah, please. Okay, positive. <laughs> <laughs> Love this podcast. So much fun. Why does this show have such low stars? This podcast is so funny. It's hilarious. I love it. I look forward to it on my drive home from Goleta to Oxnard. Boy, I wish it was more frequent. Give a listen. Five stars. Aw. Well, thank you. That's I a nice that. one. Yeah. That's a good one. And Heather, yours is more frequent. Yours is, you do three I, times a week? Two, Tuesdays and Thursdays. And then Friday, every Friday, I have a special Patreon episode. So that's great. And that's kind of like the juicier stuff or the sometimes more personal stuff about my life is or whatever. Is that just you on the Patreon or do you have guests that's on that That's always one just me. I love that idea. Yeah. Okay. That's mm-hmm. a good idea. And then um, and so some, sometimes if it's something like that I cut out of an interview, I might throw it on there. But 90% that's just me. And then I have like other levels of even like juicier stuff. And so that's the good stuff. Yes. It's, but it's all, subscribe. it's all, gotcha. you know, but it's all good. You know, I may always make sure that the two shows that are yeah. free are always great too, because I understand, you know, like not everyone can, wants to do that. So yeah, so it's basically two to three times a week, always Tuesdays and Thursdays. And my comedy special, thank yes. you so much for watching and sharing. I loved it. I'm really proud of it because I had to self produce it myself. Good it's for my you. second special. My first special I know made no money on. So this one I decided to produce myself. Also, nobody else wanted it, but that's okay. Cause that's the way us girls have to do shit, yep. right? So <laughs> um but I'm it's gotten talk about amazing reviews. Like nobody nobody has as many reviews as I. Five star on Amazon, Amazon Video Direct, and you can rent it for just three ninety nine. You can buy it for a couple dollars more. 
Um, I've never received such great comments, not my books, podcasts, everything. It's like been great. And I was really, I'm so glad. And I put it out during the pandemic because people can't see comedy and it probably wasn't that ideal because it's not like I have like a big tour coming up. So watch it with your husband, boyfriend. And and (laughs) yes. And I, and I, yeah, I love the response. So that's everything. Everything's at um, heathermcdonald.net and my social is, you know, at heathermcdonald everywhere. Love it. And I will post a swipe up to the comedy special as well. Thank you guys so much for listening. We'll see you next week. Bye. Thanks for listening to Shenanigans with Sheena Shea. Download new episodes every week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs> Looking fine and I got my girls with me. With the boys at the table getting tipsy. Miss me, kiss me one more time. Get over here, boy. I'm going to make you mine. Yeah. Do you want it? Let me see you shake that.